0: He dropped it. No. He's the ball is out again. That ball is out. Dante Fowler picks it up. Touchdown. Touchdown, Jacksonville. Fowler has run it back. Tolzien gets it out. Far side. Tremaine Johnson picks it up. 38, 20,
1: 15, 10. Pick six. LA! Elliott to the left of Prescott, who's in the gun, and a play fake, and a slant to the poster, into the end zone, touchdown, big hugs for the Goat. With your inside look at everything football, it's TSN 4 Downs with Andy McNamara, brought to you by Domino's. Week 2,
2: folks, in the National Football League. Yes, this is TSN 4 Downs, you're listening on TSN 1050 Toronto. TSN 1150 Hamilton, you can follow us on Twitter at TSN4Downs, myself at AndyMC81, I'm back from Cleveland, great weekend down there so we are in the Toronto studio once again and I don't know if there is a more unpredictable week that we just saw from week one you go all the way back, you had Bill Belichick who's going to be uh, stewing's not strong enough word, furious I'm sure, he's always kind of mad, right? Belichick's always kind of mad, and he's had 10 days to be extra mad after getting just about doubled up by the Kansas City Chiefs. You have David Johnson down, which caused a fantasy fury. First overall pick in many pools. Lots to get to today. Also, I want to know how week one affected the betting in Vegas for NFL betting. So we go to our guy, RJ Bell, pregame.com founder, great website, and he, he listen, he's, he's got all the insight for us. So if you want to throw down some money on the National Football League this week, RJ Bell is your guy. He's going to be coming up in about 10 minutes' time. Then tsn.ca, Scott Collin. We got lots of fantasy football advice in a, a very uncertain week. So I'll have your uh, daily sleepers, and we'll go through some of your fantasy football questions. Now, if you, email, if you uh, tweet us at tsn4downs, your fantasy football questions, you get a chance to win some Domino's pizza again this week, folks. Okay? Free pizza just for listening to the show. So what you got to do is follow at Domino's Canada, at TSN in the number four downs, tweet us in your fantasy football question. We'll read some out on the air. If myself and producer Mike Skryzniak likes it the best, you win free pizza. How about that, Scrizzy? Nothing says football like Pizza. Like Domino's Pizza, man. So that's, that's all you have to do. So we've got some great tweets already. We're going to be picking the winner at 11... About 45 minutes, I guess. So we'll have that in. So lots of time. At TSN4Downs. At Domino's Canada. Follow and tweet in your fantasy football question myself. Or Scott Cullen will answer it. And uh, we'll go through there. But Skrizz, there is a ton to get to. So we put the show poll up. At TSN4Downs. What's the biggest surprise heading into week two of the NFL season? Biggest surprise... Is it the Patriots' loss that the Bengals, who had the Thursday nighter against the Houston Texans, have zero touchdowns in two games? Zero. The David Johnson injury, or the play of Jared Goff, Sam Bradford, and Alex Smith? Three quarterbacks that aren't exactly known for lighting things up, putting up massive numbers. And we have to track Bradford. He's got swelling in that two-time surgically repaired knee. But out of those three, or out of those four, what's the biggest surprise to you? Patriots loss, zero touchdowns for the Bengals, David Johnson's injury, or Goff, Bradford, and Smith performance. Where are you going, Scris? I voted with the quarterbacks. All yeah. former number one picks, by the way. That's true. Yeah. And to think that that's a surprise. Really, you think first overall pick,
3: you should be studs all the time, right? You would think so. That was Goff's first victory. He's now 1-7 in as a starter. Oh, baby. How about that? Hey, if it's a start... Right, you can't. I don't really count last year too much for him. He was thrown in; it was a bad situation, coaching change. But now he's in. And Todd Gurley looks not totally back yet, but he did definitely show potential against Indy, who stinks by the way. They might go one oh, fifteen this year. Well, you know what? And it's a
2: deep quarterback year again. Wouldn't that just be the Colts' luck times three? Yeah, here's Sam Darnold. Yeah, Do you think they go quarterback? Like you have Luck, who's banged up, I guess. Like he's still in his prime. If you how how about this, Jimmer say, get him an offensive line. Can you protect your franchise quarterback, please? That would be nice. Andrew Luck is a stud. Oh, by the way, would it kill you to get him a running back that's under thirty years old? Marlon Mack, please. You're not feeling the Mac. Listen, return I'll, of the Mac. I'll always feeling the Mac, but no, I'm not sold on. Mac. <laughs> I'm not sold on Mac. You know, you have Frankie Gort got a great tweet from at Peterman75. Uh, tweets us at TSN4Downs, at McD one. That feeling when the wife takes the kids to the family movie, just as TSN4Downs is about to start. And a sweet uh, Seinfeld yeah. dancing gift. Yeah. Love it. I'm going to go. So you're going the quarterbacks. Alex Smith, lights out. Um, I'm going to say what surprised me the most was the Patriots' loss. And it's not so much that they... They lost, although that certainly is surprising, but the way they did. On last week's show, Scris, I was confident that the Chiefs would cover the spread. That eight and a half was way too high. Kansas City's a good team. But I had no doubt, much like everybody else, and I think if anybody tells you that they thought the Chiefs would win outright is lying to you, but the way they lost, wow. So that's that's how I vote. That's my biggest surprise. Alex Smith, I think there's a lot to be said. And Scris, he did an interview, I think it was with ESPN, where... They asked him about Pat Mahomes, and he said, Yeah, you know what? I, I know. I have to produce. So Alex Smith, it's kind of like that, that old dog. If you ever had an old dog and you bring a puppy in, it kind of
3: revitalizes the old dog a little bit, doesn't
2: want to be replaced. That's hey, Alex Smith. He uh,
3: has to perform. I'm the older child, so it <laughs> happened when my sister was born. <laughs> See? so
2: He has to produce. Otherwise, unlike your parents probably wouldn't discard you. Uh, nah, maybe, you for. maybe. But for Alex Smith... Pat Mahomes, if you trade up for a quarterback in the first round, you're on the clock. You are on the clock. So Alex Smith producing, can he carry that over? That's to be determined. I don't think we're going to see Alex Smith popping off 368 yards and four touchdowns. Philadelphia Eagles with Carson Wentz. God love what he put out. And Kareem Hunt.
3: Yeah, we talked about him a lot. Last week. Oh, he's won my fantasy two, 250 yeah. scrimmage yards. My goodness. Three touchdowns. What a I don't think beast. he's going to do that this week. No. I think Philly might be a little bit more prepared for well, a cream hunt, but... But it
2: shows he's a, a true dual threat back who can carry the load since, uh, what, Spencer wears out. A lot of rookie running backs did that in week one, though. The week of the rookie running backs, Chris. Week of Leonard Fournette. Dalvin Cook. 100 yards. Dalvin Cook. And you know what? I'll say this. For Dalvin Cook. And even if Bradford's out... The offensive line is better, and Case Keenum is horrendous. But I think Dalvin Cook, the way he ran, and it wasn't just against the opponent. If you watch how Dalvin Cook runs, you see lots of running backs go, big gains, and, and they just do it. Dalvin Cook has this, this twitch that's oh, very Adrian Peterson-like back when he started. It's that little shimmy while he's running through the tackles. like It's like he's shaking guys off and powering his way through at the same time. If you, if you didn't see it, go back and watch that game. I'm sure he'll do it again this week. Watch Dalvin Cook run. That guy has "stud" written all over him. I and and I would not be surprised at all if he led the league in rushing this year, Chris. Like this guy looks damn good.
3: Yeah, he's kind of like what did I hear? It was a mix of like Larry Johnson and Priest Holmes. Ooh, because he's got that power and speed, and, and speed. he's got hands. Exactly. So he's kind of he's that total package and. You're gonna you're gonna break the Vikings week one rushing record when yeah. Adrian Peterson's in the building. In
2: the building, and he On he Monday for, night,
3: that says something. And he went for one point eight
2: fantasy points. Eight, and Peterson's not happy. He said, Well, I didn't come here to touch the ball three times.
3: Hot and, take. Ooh. Adrian Peterson gets traded to Arizona. Ooh. Or really? Mark Ingram, one of the two guys. They have to. It's a Cal- Alvin, he, Kamara, he's already Alvin having... Kamara should be the starting running back for the Saints. Well, he's already, though. Off to a bad start, like, you want to be a
2: team guy, and you're saying, I want the ball more. Like, nothing wrong Dude, with you want the Sean ball Sean Payton, Payton on the sidelines. Yeah. And then both of them underplaying it. Boy. Uh, Skrids, let's get to the uh, the big three here, and our game picks. Uh, Should I hit the stinger, anything? Yeah, you can hit it. You can hit it.
3: Big. Three. There you
2: go. I know you put a lot of work gotta, into the gotta stinger. You got jazz it up a little. You put a lot, a lot of work into that, uh, that sting there, Skrids. All six minutes, baby. There you- so, three games on the station Sunday. Um, what do we got? So, the uh, the Packers-Falcons is the Sunday nighter. I want to start there because you have Ty Montgomery, who continues to really impress in that, that in-between role as a running back slash receiver. Like, he's been phenomenal. And Matt Ryan, everybody expecting the Falcons to have that Super Bowl hangover? 321 yards and a touchdown.
3: Yeah, but if Jordan, Jordan Howard doesn't drop the ball in the fourth quarter yeah, there during right. that last uh, goal line stand, we're probably talking about the Atlanta Falcons being the most biggest disappointment in Week 1. But they beat a team they were supposed to. And there's something to be said for that. They didn't cover, though. Right?
2: No. So we'll talk to R.J. Bell about that. Are they going to cover this week? Uh, Falcons three-point favorites over the Packers. Uh, Matt Ryan, of course, hey, we know the Aaron Rodgers story. Three points, Falcons over the Packers in
3: Atlanta in a dome. You know what, Squiz? I'm, I'm liking the pack in this one. I think the pack to win outright. The revenge game for the Packers, because obviously we remember the NFC title game yep. from last year. Atlanta is opening up their brand new stadium. Mm-hmm. And what a perfect way for Aaron Rodgers to spoil the party. Ooh, Look what Mike Lennon did to the Atlanta secondary last week. You don't think... Look what Terrick Cohen did. He's gonna, you, you don't, don't think Rodgers, Nelson, and the, and the boys are salivating at this opportunity? I'd be very shocked if the Packers don't win by at least six points. Yeah,
2: i put it around there. Touchdown, maybe a little less. They're, the Packers... Their defense is suspect, so I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. The over-under is 56. I might look to the... I might look to the over for that. I'd love to see a 35-30 game or something like that. Have them light it up. What's the, the day game we got on the station, Chris? We have Patriots at Saints oh, at 1 o'clock on TSN baby. 1050. Okay, Belichick has got to be so furious. That team has been suffering, suffering this week, I assure you. Going in to face Drew Brees, I, I'm going to take the 56-and-a-half. I'm going to say over. This is going to be a light-em-up thriller Drew Brees, Tom Brady. We know Tom Brady doesn't put up two duds in a row, Chris. He it's doesn't. the
3: Brandon Cooks Bowl, baby. Yeah. You look what Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen did to the to the Saints secondary last mm-hmm. week. You don't think oh. Tom Brady sees that? Gronk, and his eyes are gonna light up. Gronk has shaken off the rust.
2: Gillisley, uh, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more fantasy talk. But real quick on the Patriots running back, so Gillisley. The the fantasy darling, right? Three touchdowns, 45 yards, so a goal line, red zone monster. We have seen, though, people, we have seen that Bill Belichick can change his mind on a running back in the backfield at a moment's notice. James White was the Super Bowl hero last year. Gillisley comes in. Now, they paid him money. I understand that. But he got three touchdowns. Skrids, would it surprise you at all if Rex Burkhead went off for a couple touchdowns? Yeah. It, it really would surprise would. For Rex Burkhead, Yeah. I expect, I expect Gill. They you have guys Gillespie Gillespie going out of money. nowhere. Guy Belichick can pick people out of nowhere and go, and that's that's why it's such a committee base. And if you're looking to slot somebody in, I don't have any confidence that Gillislee's going to be popping up those type of touchdowns again. He's not going to be a hundred yard type of rusher for him. Depends
3: but the, who he gives the opportunity, but to but the power game, the power running game that the Minnesota Vikings showed last week makes me think that Gillislee's power running game once again to the red zone. Yeah. he'll get those opportunities more so than James White. Because you don't, you don't have to pass out of the backfield against the Saints. You can run right up the you middle. Can, the defense is Swiss cheese. It's terrible. I think Gillespie gets the same type of opportunities. He'll get the first half opportunities. Yeah. If he doesn't convert, then yeah, sure, bring in Rex Burkhead. Maybe he finds the hole. That's what's so difficult,
2: though. You cannot apply conventional wisdom to the Patriots. Like, if you we're, we're talking about the Chiefs, for example. Kareem Hunt going to get the ball? Yeah. As with the Patriots... We've seen in the past he can hand it off, and anybody can come in. So I'm not overly we're confident both, we're in We're both
3: taking New England in the over. Though. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, okay. that's
2: for sure. And then real quick, the uh, Broncos, Monday Nighters in the big three. Uh, oh, we
3: have Broncos and uh, Cowboys on the station
2: as well. Four oh, o'clock. boy. Okay, so we'll do that. Broncos, Cowboys, uh, Dallas two-and-a-half point favorites. I'll take that. I think the, I think Cowboys will win by a bit more. I'm not buying Trevor Simeon. I'm taking I'm the Broncos' Simeon. defense. Yeah? All
3: right. I I just... Zeke the freak, baby. But... Still motivated. Did you watch Dak Prescott and Des Bryant last week? They have no chemistry. Not yet. Two, two I'm not catches a Des on, two fan catches right on now. nine targets. I'm not a Des Bryant fan at this point in his career. I think he's been done um, for a couple of years as far as being an elite guy.
2: We'll see. They could get more chemistry. It's,
3: it's in Denver. I just like that defense. I like that defense up front versus that O line better than the Giants last yeah. week. I don't think Zeke will have as much room as he did. I think Dak's week, week will be a little bit tougher as well. It's,
2: it's going to be, be a close lower, game. It's going to be lower scoring, but I'll take the Cowboys to cover on that. So you're going Broncos? I'm going Broncos. All right, that was the big three, folks. We're gonna take the break and come back. We're going to Vegas. RJ Bell, owner co- and founder of Pregame.com. We're going to get the insight on betting tips this week. And if anything's changed from the season projections after that crazy week one, lots of fantasy football talk coming up a little bit later on in the show as well. You're listening to TSN 4 Downs on TSN 1050 and TSN 1150. (laughs) And they're trying to go Stanford Band here. Back to Dalton. Dalton throws back to his right to Bernard. Bernard
1: makes a move to the inside. Bernard across the 30. Bernard throws it across the field to Dalton. He's
0: like zigzag, zigzag. Tired, 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 tired. And Dalton's off the left side of the field. Dalton throws back. Thank you for throwing it to the guy close to me. <laughs> and this is caught by an offensive lineman who is drilled by J.J. Watt. Body slam. So. <laughs> and the game is over.
2: Finished to a terrible Thursday night game. J.J. Watt channeling his inner Goldberg and Rhino with a gore. Then pops the helmet off. Like Vince McMahon Hire this dude to the WWE right now. Welcome back to TSN 4 Downs. You're listening on TSN 1050 Toronto. TSN 1150 Hamilton. I'm Andy McNamara. Get us on Twitter at AndyMC81, at TSN4Downs. Remember, folks, uh, in the next 20 minutes or so, I'll get to your fantasy football questions, and you can win free Domino's Pizza. All you have to do is follow at Domino's Canada, at TSN4Downs. Tweet us your fantasy football questions. If I like it the best, you win Domino's Pizza. Gotta love it! Let's go to Vegas, baby. Vegas. R.J. Bell. Our guy on Twitter, at R.J. in Vegas. On the line. Pregame.com
1: CEO and founder. R.J., how's it going, man? Good, good. You know, it's uh, we've got a little bit of time before kickoff, so let's get a little extra NFL pra- or, uh, research in.
2: Yes. Oh, got, got to do it. And you know what? R.J., coming off of that week one, okay, the Patriots... Um, it wasn't if they're going to go if they're going to win the Super Bowl it's were they going to go undefeated well that got thrown out the window right away big picture after that game and after the the upsets and Jacksonville's defense and the Bengals not scoring two touchdowns in in two games have the odds shifted at all
1: in Vegas when it comes to to Super Bowl favorites a little bit but remember one game's one game right and yeah there yeah. was talk in the mainstream media about <laughs> undefeated But you could have gotten 15-1 to on the Pats going undefeated. So that was a long shot regardless. And I do think there's a key factor with the Pats, not to forget. Belichick, since the new agreement with the union, so it's been, what, three years now? Mm -hmm. This is the fourth? Has considered September to be an extended training camp, extended preseason. He just hasn't felt he had enough time. In the preseason to get his players ready, and he has been careful to try to accomplish that in September. What's the consequence of that? Is better chance to lose in September in exchange for an increased chance of winning in January. Right. So it uh, doesn't doesn't make it uh, assumed that they're going to lose games, but rather I don't think you can say too much or take away too much about the Pats because of Belichick's approach.
2: And, RJ, let's get to some of the games this week. So, Tennessee Titans, the media darlings going in. Uh, our producer, Mike Skruzniak, is a Titans fan. They face the Jaguars. He's Jackson- the one. Oh, they, yeah, he's the guy. They, but they face the Jaguars. <laughs> Who, RJ, that defense out of nowhere, it's like, okay, uh, this is an interesting match with the Titans favored by one and a
1: half. In week two, and it's unlike any week, it's the one week we have only one prior game. So, what ends up happening is... You have to be careful about overreacting. Mm -hmm. But you also got to understand if it fits a logical assumption that you had entering the season, you got to weigh it more. So I had no logical assumption that Jacksonville was going to be good offensively. The Bortles was going to be good offensively. So the fact that they were good offensively means I got to see more. Mm -hmm. But – if, the, if I thought they were going to be good coming in, they were good. I'd say, okay, that means more to me because I have logic behind it. We don't know how much Houston's turmoil, the weather, the distractions. These are human beings. We have no idea how much that affected the Texans in week one. And the fact is, if you look inside the box score, Jacksonville pretty much ran the ball. There wasn't a lot of throwing. In the NFL, if an offense can be one-dimensional and still succeed, it means there's something wrong with the defense. Right. So to me, I still have a gigantic question mark when it comes to the Jags and their offensive ability to perform. Now, on the other hand, Tennessee's favorite on the road. So that's a sign that the market says the J- T- Jacksonville's not that good. In fact, Tennessee is at least three points better because that's the only way you can be a favorite on the road. So I think this line is about right. Don't jump to conclusions, though, about the Jags offense being good.
2: Right. And, and as you said, if you're one-dimensional, that usually doesn't last too long in the NFL, right? People figure you out pretty quick. Well,
1: I, I don't think it even lasts long enough for a game. I yeah. just think occasionally another team is either so tired or, so, uh, or, or there's something schematically that you're doing to them or very limited things or you're just amazingly good at that side of the ball and the other team's bad. But again, how odd! I mean, think about it. Over the course of a season, how often does a one-dimensional offense do well? Very rarely. Mm -hmm. By the way, one amazing stat on this game: Jags are one and zero, right? Right. First time they have had a winning record since two thousand eleven. Wow! Oh
2: man, yeah, they've been that bad they've been that bad in conversation with RJ Bell on Twitter at RJ in Vegas uh, pregame.com CEO and founder and also if you look at the Twitter profile and the pinned tweet RJ HBO Ballers cameo there's a pick of you
1: beside the rock how cool was that it may you know I'm a I could lose 10 pounds but I, I it makes me look a little bigger in the chest next to the rock and like but you know he RJ's not you know so it worked out I thought yeah, it was <laughs> it, 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 it was cool. You get to stand beside the rock. That that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. And 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 not to belabor the point, but uh, from the top to the bottom with the Ballers team, really a people. And it goes to show you. And you know this being in the media, you would think okay, media people usually going to be a big ego, right? Because mm-hmm. in small towns, when you grow up, most successful people usually have an ego on them. Sure. What I found in radio, especially, is. If you are a guy that's not easy to get along with, it's hard for you to rise up. And usually producers and even the on-air guys who get big enough to be on a station like yours, usually are pretty good guys. And I, I had you know, little experience on the Hollywood side before this. But I saw the same thing here is they don't, unless you're a genius, there's no reason to put up with you if you're an a-hole. And that's what I saw, which is really nice guys on the Ballers team.
2: Very cool. Very cool. Well, I get to this uh, game too. The Ravens hosting the Cleveland Browns. And RJ, I was in Cleveland for the home opener last week against Pittsburgh. And I got to tell you, I'm used to the Browns being terrible. They're not they're not as bad as people might think, and that defense, even without Miles Garrett,
1: is improved. Are you buying the 8.5 line Ravens' favorite? Uh, I think this line tells a story, and that story is a lot of respect for the Browns. So let's think about it real quickly. Is This line implies Baltimore's 5.5 points better because home field is 3, so 8.5 minus 3 is 5.5. Okay. The spread last week in that Pittsburgh game you mentioned against the Browns implied that Pittsburgh is 12 points better because they were nine points favor on the road, so you add three, and now it gets to be 12. So the question becomes, is Pittsburgh really six-plus points better than Baltimore on a neutral? I I don't think so. So to me, this is either disrespect for Baltimore or respect for Cleveland. But – just this knee-jerk in thought of, oh, the Browns are better than we think. Baltimore looked really good with the shutout in mm-hmm. week one. Let's fade the Baltimore and take the Browns. Well, the markets beat you to it because mm-hmm. I would have guessed this line would be like 10.5. The fact that it's only 8.5 is a lot of respect for the Browns. RJ, never enough time,
2: my friend. Uh and people can find uh, I encourage them to visit pregame.com. Tremendous website. They can follow you on Twitter at RJ in
1: Vegas. Is there anything you wanna you wanna pump out for the people for week two? Real quick with Adam Kroll and Podcast One, we do a dream preview college edition which is an hour pro edition which is an hour so it's talk like this with two other professional batters and it's all for free and on my twitter there's the links at rj in vegas
2: awesome and at podcast i love adam kroll that's great um rj never enough time buddy thank you so much thank you all right rj bell as he said rj in vegas a must follow and check out pregame.com as well. Okay, we're going to take the break. Come back with TSN.ca Scott Cullen. We're going to take your fantasy football questions, folks. This is the time to send them in at TSN4Downs at Andy Mc 81 and in the final segment, I'm going to pick our Domino's Pizza winner. If I like your fantasy football question the best, you're going to win some Domino's Pizza. Stay tuned. A lot more coming up here on TSN4Downs.
1: Now going to sail it wide open. Hooper! 50-yard line! Austin Hooper
0: Third and goal. Takes the snap. Looks right. Four digs.
1: He goes up to get it. Caught and touchdown! Bradford digs! Matthews got it. Wants to throw. Does keep downfield. Wants Gallaudet. Inside the 10. guys? Did he make the catch? Oh, he did! Oh, whoopie, you are something special!
2: Welcome back to TSN 4 Downs. You're listening on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton. I'm Andy McNamara. You can follow us on Twitter at TSN4Downs, at AndyMC81. Remember, folks, we are delivered by Domino's. You can go to dominoes.ca right now and order a, a large pizza with four toppings for just eleven ninety nine. You can try all their side dishes as well. Pasta, delicious marbled cookie brownies for dessert, chicken wings, and, of course, all the great pizza you can get, Domino's.ca. And my next guest is going to help me choose, after this segment, the winner of our Domino's pizza, a free pizza this week for the best fantasy football question. Send him in now at TSN4Downs and follow at Domino's Canada. Scott Cullen from TSN.ca. Scotty, how are you? I'm awesome. How are you doing, Andy? Doing good, man. Doing good. So uh, we heard some clips on the way in. Uh, and you mentioned it last week, I believe. Austin Hooper as being a, a possible... Fantasy darling. Lots of upside, tons of athleticism, but still unknown. He never really produced. Last week he did, and of course, you know, when you're playing fantasy football, we love to overreact, and now everybody's, Austin Hooper's the best thing ever. Are, are, are you, you you buying Austin Hooper's the real deal? <laughs>
0: well, he had two catches. One was 88 yards and one was 40 yards. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to guess that's going to come down a little bit. I don't right. think you'll aver- you won't average 64 yards a, a play. Um But, yeah, there's upside there, and, um, like to me, tight end becomes a real, you know, a fall off position kind of once you get off, once you get off the, say, first five or six, then it really opens up, and I think Austin Hooper is, is a guy who has, you know, potential in that next group that, okay, well, yeah, I'll take Austin Hooper, and he might be a low end, um, a low end starter right now, but, there's a chance that uh, obviously we've seen that he can make big plays that, you know, that he becomes a pretty regular part of that Falcons offense. And, um, and maybe, maybe he's the one who scores some touchdowns. Right? Cause one of the, one of the issues in Atlanta, right. Is, is that Julio Jones puts up massive numbers, but he doesn't score a lot of touchdowns. Right. You know, he's, he scored 20 touchdowns over the last three years for a guy who's, you know, puts up 12, 13, 1400 yards. Um, so the, the touchdowns can go somewhere else. So maybe that there's, there's, you know, an opportunity there for Austin Hooper to, you know, not only make make these big plays down the field, but also that he becomes a bit of a red zone target as well.
2: Scotty, I want to get to some of our uh, fantasy football questions here. So at TSN Four Downs and tweet, of course, uh, Scotty at TSN Scott Cullen. Uh, and if you want to try to win that Domino's pizza, you got to follow at Domino's Canada too. Got one here from at Cali Hep says, do I start Cam Newton versus Buffalo? or Alex Smith versus Philadelphia. Now, of course, Newton looks like he's shaking off some of the rust, but I have confidence he's going to bounce back. Alex Smith uh rocked the Patriots. And you were saying about it not really being sustainable for Austin for uh, for Hooper? Yeah, I don't know if I'm buying Alex Smith as a, a uh, you know, savant now as as far as uh, putting up giant fantasy numbers.
0: Yeah, I I'm going to take Cam Newton. Um <laughs> and you know, we, we've talked about this in the CFL as well, is that I, I need to see more than one or two games from a, a quarterback, um, particularly one who I've seen years of mediocre play from. Right. Right. Is that Al- Alex Smith, you know, we, we've labeled him the dreaded game manager. And, and then last last week against New England, he has this amazing game. Like, there's no taking that away from no. him. No. He, uh, he was terrific. But I don't want to pin my hopes this week on Alex Smith doing it again. You know, and and if it happens, well then okay, maybe we'll start to reevaluate Alex Smith and um but at this stage, you know, Cam Newton's still a really high upside guy who who uh put, puts up pretty big point totals for fantasy in general. Um and look the Buffalo defense is well while they were fine against the Jets mm-hmm. I think they might have a little bit harder time against Carolina this weekend.
3: Yeah.
2: And I think that Eagles defense is a, a little bit underrated too. Um, early in the season. So they've given up, uh, just the 13th, the uh, fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. So they're, they're a little better than, uh, than I think people might give them credit for. And, um, yeah. Carson Wentz, like when you're looking at the uh, guys like it, that level down, I guess that tier mm-hmm. two, Scotty, for Carson Wentz, year two, again, a nice week one. And that's the biggest question mark when it comes to rookie quarterbacks moving into year two. Do you like? Carson wentz, as far as whether it's it's daily or, or picking him up and slotting him in
0: yeah um, i mean i i don't think he's a guy who I would want to be my my starter in fantasy in, in most cases daily fantasy is a different story depending on on your price, yeah, uh, yeah, but coming into the season, I had wentz as one of my you know kind of possible breakthrough guys because his rookie season was it was good but not amazing yeah. like you, you know his his fantasy point totals were somewhere around 20th among quarterbacks and, and obviously that's not going to that's not going to do it for you unless you're in the monster league. So, you know, I, there, there's upside that, you know, he, he could do a little bit better. Um, and, and certainly had a good start in, in week one. But again, I'm, I'm, I'm almost on a bit of a waiting game with Carson Wentz. But I, now I'm, a, I'm probably a tad more optimistic on Carson Wentz than I am on Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we don't have a, as much mediocrity from Carson Wentz <laughs> as we did from Alex Smith. So, you know, I, I would, I would, be kind of quicker to to say, okay, I'm going to go with Carson Wentz as my as my guy. But you know, if we're talking here in week two, um, I would hope I have a better option. And but I, I, I kind of look at Wentz as uh, coming into his second year at quarterback. That you know maybe at some point during this year, maybe it's halfway through the year, maybe it's maybe it's even later. That okay, now you know you might be comfortable with him as a, as a fantasy starter. It's just it you know it, it takes time for most quarterbacks to um, you know figure out the game at the NFL level and produce produce at a level that, that, you know, is is suitable for fantasy. I mean, there are are a bunch of guys who are suitable fantasy starters, but they're all guys who have been around for a long time. And you have
2: more of a track record to point to.
0: Well, exactly, right? And in in the case of Wentz, you know, maybe he does go out again and has a good week this week, but I think there's, there's a lot more risk involved in taking Carson Wentz than taking like Phillip Rivers, you know? Right. You know, there's just... You know, so so much more proven uh, options other, other than Wentz, and so you know, I'd be happy to hang on to him on my bench as as an upside play, and I, I do have him on one of my teams where I'm kind of using him in that fashion in in the hopes that um, at least midway through the year he, he might uh, become a, a regular threat for me.
2: And again, that Kansas City defense—you got to respect what they did to New England, right? You got to respect what they did. That front four is pretty darn good.
0: Yeah, well, and look, I mean, I, I know the, you know, the Patriots scoring twenty-seven points is that, that counts as a defensive win, I suppose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but now, now look, I, I also would look at there's some vulnerability because they lost Eric Berry. That's right. Yes. Right. Like yeah. one of the best free safeties in, in the league, you know, ripped his Achilles. So, you know, there, there might be a chance there, but again, I, 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 I don't want to pin that on, on Carson Wentz for the second start of his second season.
2: In conversation with TSN.ca, Scott Cullen. Get him on Twitter at TSN Scott Cullen. All right, another fantasy football tweet coming in from at Tor Mike says, "Do I keep OBJ, so Odell Beckham Jr. in my lineup for Monday night and pray he plays, or look for another wide receiver to play on Monday?" Latest reports, it looks like he, Scotty, he's trending to playing, but he is questionable.
0: Yeah. That's tough. Those are brutal. Uh, oh. Um, like I, I tend to do this conservatively, I would much rather have a guy that I'm confident is going to play. Right um, now, I mean, like every report does seem to. Well, I won't say every report. Every report has been positive about you know how he looked in practice and and how he does appear trending to play. But they're also they were saying, well, the injury was a six to eight week injury, and this is like week four. Yeah. So you know, I. You know, if it's me, I would probably pick somebody else. And if if it turns out that Odell Beckham plays Monday night and has a great game, well, you know that's that that's the the price of having a safe option in there instead. But uh, I just I I I couldn't stomach ending up with zero points because Oof. you know he decided in warm up that he couldn't go.
2: And that's how close it could come. And even if he does play, I, I'm not confident he would get a full workload. Like I I'd be well, more that's it, right. You know, like I, I'd be more Scotty to say. All right. If you can slide in a Brandon Marshall or a Sterling Shepard this week to try to yeah. play down guys who are going to get more targets. Now, week one was terrible for the Giants, but I think you you might be safer that way.
0: Well, yeah. They, I don't think they targeted Marshall until the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah. yeah, which is crazy. Um, but th- this is, you know, the, the the risk of of taking a guy and, and getting zero points in, in your fantasy week is to me that's just too much. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. So. You know I, I think you you try and find somebody else and, and, and roll and and look there are plenty of people you know kind of in the fantasy football biz who who, if a guy's coming off injury, will almost add, like who will discount his first week back, like that they're just not going to take the chance uh, because you don't know how many snaps they're going to get, um, what kind of role they're going to have in the offense and so that that may be the smart play here with with Beckham Jr. this week is you know let it let it ride. You know, and and pick someone else, and then next week, hopefully, he's you know set and ready to to be part of your team.
2: Scotty, thank you so much for the time. I'll, there's a couple more fantasy questions we'll get to in the next segment, but myself and and uh, Scotty are always good at answering questions on Twitter. So you can tweet him at TSN Scott Cullen, myself at Andy one and at TSN Four Downs. And if you got any questions? We'll do our best to help.
0: Awesome. Thanks a lot, Andy. Good
2: stuff, bud. All right, Scott Cullen. TSN.ca. After the break, yeah, there's a couple more I want to get to fantasy football questions. Your last chance to tweet in and follow at Domino's Canada, at TSN4Downs. Tweet me your fantasy football question. If I pick it in the next segment, you win some free Domino's pizza. How about that? All right, a lot more coming up for TSN4Downs. You're listening on TSN 1050 and TSN 1150. Back to wrap up another edition of TSN 4 Downs on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton. I'm Andy McNamara. Get us on Twitter at AndyMC81, the show at TSN 4 Downs. We are delivered by Domino's, folks. Go to Domino's.ca. get a large four-topping pizza for just $11.99. See all their carry-out online and delivery specials right there. At dominoes.ca. Okay, Scrizzy, let's wrap up our TSN 4 Downs show poll from earlier on. What's the biggest surprise heading into week two of the NFL season? Biggest surprise heading into week two. Options were the Patriots' loss, zero TDs for the Bengals, David Johnson's injury, or Goff, Bradford, and Smith's performance. The Patriots' loss, leading the way at 43%, 33% say no TDs over two games for the Bengals. Like, that's... That's just gross really? for Cincinnati. A lot,
3: a lot of AJ Green fantasy oh. owners in that one.
2: How disappointed are you if you had AJ Green because or really, Tyler Eifert or or anybody or Joe Mixon. Or Joe Mixon? Right? People
3: think, oh, you know what? Yeah, Giovanni Bernard. He'll still get his touch. He was, no, he, Mixon is a top five pick in most like fantasy or like keeper drafts. Yep, and he was probably what most people's RB twos in a one year draft. Sure, and you're probably crapping your pants right now. Oh yeah. Because that offensive line is terrible, uh, they lost a lot of people, and
2: Andy Dalton is going at a historic pace. Uh, our, bu- our buddy from last year, Will Silva from NFL Network, says the Bengals' Andy Dalton, first QB since Jaguars' Luke McCowan in 2011 to have zero passing touchdowns and four interceptions in the first two games of the season. If you share a record Ooh. with Luke
3: McCowan, you're doing something wrong. Yikes! That's rough. That is a rough record. No, Andy the Ravens and Houston defense first two weeks isn't easy. I do think Dalton will eventually get better. Zero touchdowns, Chris. They they have to. They can only go up from here. That is true.
2: That is true. Want we'll to get to another fantasy football question here from at uh, Clutch Clancy eighty four says this is a good one. Can I give Hunter Henry another shot this week? He tweeted at Andy Mc eighty one. Boy, uh, I loved Hunter Henry last year. Zero targets. Zero fantasy the, the points. But Denver Broncos defense. I'm just saying. But also, Skrizz, opportunities are less for him this year. Last year, Keenan Allen was out. Antonio Gates missed a chunk of games. Now Hunter Henry just keeps getting pushed down the depth chart. Tyrell Williams kind of in the same boat as far as, I think, overall in the season, going to be missed opportunities. That's risky. Now Miami, it's sneaky front seven. I really like Miami's front seven. I, I would try to go elsewhere. With Hunter Henry, I think if you have somebody you can pick up cheap on the waiver wire, you might be looking at Jesse James, the road dog, for Pittsburgh. He's not going to get you 100 yards, but he's a red zone monster, and Ben Roethlisberger's developed some chemistry with him. i try to go in a different direction. Yeah. Other than Hunter Henry. Like, just, wait, you wait have one another tight end there.
3: You've got to wait one more week. Yeah. If so, he goes again, zero receptions, then he might be drop-worthy. Mm-hmm. But... He's a they took him in the second round last year for a reason. But there's so many weapons. So But Rivers also throws the ball forty times a game. So it's kinda (laughs) So he might be there. It's a tough spot. How about the one that Grady asked us earlier? That's an interesting question. Deshaun Jackson versus uh Adam Thielen for this week. Yeah, you know what, man? Like Sam Bradford, the week he put up that knee,
2: which he's had surgically repaired for ACL twice. Is swelling. Now, it looks like he should play. Going to be a game time decision. But that Pittsburgh defense, I saw it firsthand, man, last week. Ferocious. TJ Watt, JJ's younger brother, going to be getting after the quarterback. Bradford gets hit. We know he's brittle already. Improved offensive line for the Vikings. I get that. But if he goes down, or even just twi- if it's swollen, you can have non contact knee injuries,
3: goes down. Your next option is Case Keenum. Ooh. I feel it's going to be one of those games where they try to pound the ball with Dalvin Cook yep. just to keep the Steelers' offense off the field. And that run defense, though,
2: is is very good for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, I love Adam Thielen. I have him in one of my pools. I would say for this week, though, because of the uncertainty at quarterback, you go Jackson. Against and, the Bears. Yeah. It's a great matchup. You know, you go Jackson, and then you cross your fingers. Adam Thielen's a beast if you have Bradford back there, though. He was one of my... A healthy l- Bradford, yes. A healthy Bradford. He was one of my uh, late-round pickups. He went late in most drafts. and. Boy, all signs from last year pointed he'd be really good. Uh, okay, we're going to get to a couple sleepers here, and then we'll pick the Domino's Canada winner. So I'm writing for DraftKings this year, folks. So uh, I have it at AndyMC81. You can check my DraftKings NFL sleeper picks for week two. Couple to get to. For daily, I'm thinking if you want to spend, think of all the money you can save if you had a starting quarterback at 4500 bucks. You can get that with Jacoby Brissett, the former Pat. Now, with the Indianapolis Colts. And I'll tell you why, Squish. I'll tell you why. He can use his legs. Big dude, 6'4", 235. Cardinals defense, far from invincible. I think you're going to get something where Jacoby Brissett's going to run in a touchdown, scramble a little bit, and not... Maybe he gets a turnover, but he might toss one in too. Jacoby Brissett... Not the sexiest pick, but if you want to go big in other positions, forty five hundred bucks for a starting quarterback. He's not going to be worse than Scott Tolzien. I like Jacoby with the extra option with his legs on the on the, on the ground. So I'm going to say I, I I'm hope going to you're say right, him. bud. I'm going to I say you Hilton in a pool. <laughs> this is killing me. You know, and he, who, that's the question mark. We don't know the chemistry. With him and T. Ty's a beast. Maybe Jacoby and him have chemistry. It's called a sleeper for a reason. My other guy, I've been screaming this from the rooftop since Tuesday. Chris, Tarek Cohen of the Chicago Bears. I love me some Tarek Cohen. Forty one hundred bucks in DraftKings. He lined up as a running back, as a slot receiver, as an outside receiver, even at quarterback. He handed the ball to Jordan Howard for a touchdown. He had a sensational forty six yard scramble off a broken play. He almost matched Howard in snap counts. This guy, in a very lethargic offense, led by Mike Lennon, who they need dynamic players and playmakers. To, he's a weapon, and you can use him in a lot of different ways. So Tampa Bay's defense is very good, especially the front four. But Tarek Cohen, I think for that value, you pop him in as an RB2 or a flex? I love it. I yeah, love if he's
3: your RB2, you're probably in trouble. A flex, though, I can well, see that. Well, it depends what you do for, for your flex otherwise, though, right? And, again, well, if you drafted Joe Mixon. <laughs> cool, you well, can. you better,
2: yeah. <laughs> but, but you know what, this week, I, I, yeah, don't touch, uh, well, I guess going in for next week, I wouldn't be touching any Bengals till they get things Okay, get things I Okay, I got one
3: out. question for you. Okay. Kerwin Williams, David oh, Johnson's replacement baby. against the Colts. Do you think he's more of a flex? Do you feel okay with him as an RB2? Here's do you the question. Here's the question. Is He's going to get the starting
2: reps, but is he really the replacement? A lot of signs, a lot of stuff I've read that the Cardinals are going to a full fledged committee. Williams will get the start. So if he doesn't start hot, you can see that ball spread around to Ellington. He did Penny. score a touchdown last week. He did. he did. And again, he was one of the hottest pickups on waiver wires this week. I. I if you're if you're in a pinch and, and you need an option, you cross your fingers. I would much rather a Tarek Cohen uh, than Kerwin Williams because of the committee factor, and uh, maybe even a Buck Allen, Travorius Allen for the Ravens because Danny Woodhead's out. But Kerwin Williams, he's going to have his chances. I'm just a little bit nervous. All right, uh, you know what? I'm going to tweet out the winner because we're out of time here. I'm going to tweet out the winner to the Domino's pizza, the free pizza, uh, fantasy football winner. So remember, if you. Followed at Domino's Canada, at TSN4Downs. Check on Twitter, at andymc 812 And I'm going to pick our Domino's free pizza winner. Thank you so much for all those tweeting in. If you have fantasy football questions, I'll answer them right up until kickoff, baby. All right? Thanks to all our guests, RJ Bell, Scott Cullen. You've been listening to TSN4Downs on TSN 1050, TSN 1150, delivered by Domino's.